Dubai 92 Breakfast with Harry and Pricey. Uh, 4009 to join us this morning. So if you don't know, I'm in a long-distance relationship with long-distance Danny. She left uh, Dubai for a, a job offer she couldn't refuse about four months ago, moved to New Zealand. So we're currently doing long distance between here and New Zealand. An eight-hour time difference, it's very difficult. Eight hours is like the longest, isn't it? Oh, no, you can get 12 hours, obviously. Yeah. But eight hours, that's like when you're waking up, long distance Danny's like just winding her day up. Oh, she's wrapping up work in a couple of hours. Oh. Yeah, and then she'll go home, do a thing, and then we kind of do a little Skype just before bed. So we're really only chatting before she goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the afternoon, I'm alone. <laughs> but I'm okay. Hang alone on. with his thoughts. It's not fun. It's not a good idea to be alone with my thoughts. So I thought, you know what, and I should have done this months ago, but I wrote her a love letter. And I think that that's a really nice thing to do in a long-distance relationship because you get something physical from the other person that they have written on paper. Yeah, that's really cute. And it's old-school romantic, and you know I love that. Yes. I love old-school romance, that kind of thing. So the thing is, I don't even know how the postal system here works, if it does at all. I've never, ever, in 12 years of living here, Mm. tried to send a letter, ever. No, me neither. So what did you have to do? Well, I went to the couriers. (laughs) Oh, so you got it couriered. I got it couriered, which, yeah. by the way, oh, so expensive. Is it? For, for a letter? For a letter. This was a document sent to New Zealand. Do you want to know how much it was? Yeah. 259 dirhams. What? Yeah. For a letter? Yes. That's ridiculous. For a I, document. I would have been like, oh, babe, you just have to wait for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll, it will be a hand-delivered, handwritten letter. I was like, you get one letter a year. <laughs> So anyway, what was interesting was, so I rock up at to, to the mall. This is Mall of the Emirates, and there's a little kiosk there for the couriers. Mm-hmm. And the guy behind the counter was really nice. Yeah. I, I think he kind of felt a bit sorry for me because, you know, I'm in this long-distance relationship. What, so you told him your situation? Well, he has. they have to go through what you're sending. Hilarious. They have to literally go o- through he it. He opened the letter and read it. Well, he didn't read through the letter, yeah. but, but they have to check through, I guess, for, like, quarantine yeah. and customs reasons. Anyway, he goes, oh, so you're just sending a love note. And I said, yeah, yeah, just that's it. And he goes, oh, yeah. Oh, usually uh, guys come in here and they're sending handbags to all their mistresses. that what? live in. He totally opened up. Oh, my up. gosh. Totally opened up. Jeez. So he's like, yeah, oh, usually I'm uh, sending, you know, designer handbags and jewellery and stuff. And it's always blokes that are sending it to their mistresses in Bahrain and Kuwait. Whoa. And I was, he's like, I've never sent anything to New Zealand before. And he goes, it's really sweet of you just sending a love letter. No bag. And I'm like, no jewellery. Well, I could barely afford the cost just to send the letter, let alone buy an expensive handbag to send. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. So, by the way, apparently there's a lot of guys here <laughs> that are juggling multiple relationships. That's, oh, I don't like that. I just think it's just so funny. Like, that guy must have so many stories. He, oh, and he was happy to share, by oh, the way. He could, write a, he could write a book on this. So, anyway. So he's like, look, you know, I, I'm not going to read through it or anything like that. I'll just I'll pop it into a, into the, the document uh, letter for you. I'll try and give you the cheapest price for it, which was that much, um, and send it off for you. And she'll get it on Wednesday. And I was like, oh, that's really quick. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, he's like, this is, he goes, you know what? It's melting my heart. This is so romantic. Just send me a love letter. It's going to be great. It's going to be a fantastic surprise for her. So I leave them all, and I'm beaming. I'm like... Danny is going to love this. It's going to be brilliant. <laughs> so Worth every dirham. I get home no more than five minutes later. And I guess this could be a testament to oh, the courier's no. service. Oh. She sends me a screenshot of a text message from the courier <laughs> service. It says, 
what am I getting from the couriers on Wednesday? Oh, no. They notify the recipient that they're going to get a, a delivery. You should be like, it's your surprise love letter. <laughs> Hilarious. I was like, oh, it must be from another Harry that lives in Dubai. Oh I don't God. know. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, hey, uh, coming up, we're talking uh, mental health awareness. This is a thing that's going on in the UK. It's Mental Health Awareness Week in the UK yeah, at the moment. it starts today for the whole week, and they're actually focusing in on stress mainly as well this yeah. week, but obviously all, all types of mental health and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we thought we would get involved with this and make sure that we cover it as well on the show. It's something we're really passionate about on this show as well. We, we, we joke a lot about it, but we really want to talk about it and tackle mm-hmm. it here this week. Um, we're going to go there in the Need to Know next. Need to Know. It's Mental Health Awareness Week in the UK. Uh, I don't think they've got a Mental Health Awareness Week here in the UAE, so we thought we would talk about it this week. Yeah. We lift sure. a lid on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, destigmatize it a little bit. We look, we're not a serious show. We like to have a bit of fun. We we're very, you know, cheeky and lighthearted, that kind of thing. This is something that's pretty close to our hearts, is mental health. Um, we talk about it a lot on the show and we joke about, you know, what we're going through and that kind of thing, and we try and be a little bit self-deprecating about it. But we thought this week we will put a focus on it as well with the UK. Um, it's this week they're focusing on stress mm-hmm. and they've said that two thirds of us experience a mental health problem in our lifetime. Stress is a key factor in this as well. Yeah. Dubai has got to be one of the most stressful places on the planet. Well, yeah. And also because obviously you move over here, a lot of, lot of expats live here and that can in itself be very stressful, whether you're coming over alone or if you're coming over with a family, you know, there's a lot to think about. It can, you know, if you're, you're away from your family. Yeah. A lot of expats here away. Yeah. And I, I think when I moved over, it was very stressful. And also you're in your 20s and you're just thinking, what am I doing? Mm. I've got to get my life together. This is a quick paced city. How am I going to keep up? Yeah. So it can be very stressful. And it's taken its toll, you know. But what have you been here, what, 11 years? Yeah, 12 next month. 12 uh, next month. Wow. Yep. Um, five for me coming up this year. And uh, and there's been some ups and downs. Yeah, absolutely. And, as there has been. Uh, yeah. And also in the industry we're working in, it's... Um, um, very high pressure, a lot of competitors, a lot of comparing. Mm. So, you know, it's and that I guess our industry does that, but I think every industry does that. Every. You know, things like Instagram and social media and that is just really opened up a can of worms. Totally. It's very difficult. Um, have you heard of a television show called Hollyoaks? Yeah. So I've, I've never seen it. It's a soap, it's a soap opera, a UK soap opera. Um, they've released uh, a powerful video entitled Lifting the Filter, and the stars and crew of the show have, uh, have come out and detailed their own mental health issues. Okay. Uh, they decided to reveal this uh, as part of uh, their show's ongoing commitment to destigmatizing mental uh, illness and mental mm-hmm. health. I didn't realize that this was a show that did it. I, to be honest with you, I kind of thought it was just like Daily Mail fodder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but apparently some of the storylines uh, are quite powerful mm-hmm. in dealing with that. They've uh, released this video. This is Lifting the Filter where they come out and talk about some of the mental health issues that they've been facing. It's like a dull whirr that suddenly spins out of control. The idea that you can't actually turn your brain off. We don't say anything because we don't want anyone to worry. I suffered quite badly from depression when I was in university and on and off since, actually. Some weeks I would just sleep for a week, not get out of bed for a week, um, not wash, uh, not do the dishes, and then I would all of a sudden get out of bed and I was fine for months. But only looking back now, I know that that's what it was. I know there's people out there who haven't got that relationship with family, but 
I do know that there are people out there who can always listen. I was once going through a really difficult time where I literally couldn't get out of bed. And I was speaking to a friend on the phone and they said, I don't want to ask you how it feels. I just want to say to you, worry is like a rocking chair. <laughs> it gives you something to do, but it won't get you anywhere. If you have just joined us, that's uh, the cast of uh, UK soap opera Holly Oaks, uh, which I didn't realise was a show that tackled mental health issues as much as, as mm. they did there. That's the cast and the crew kind of talking about their own personal experiences. Yeah, so that's like out of character, out of everything, just completely themselves, raw, no filter, just mm. talking about their experiences with mental health, with stress, with depression, anxiety. Yeah. Um, which I, we thought, I thought that was quite, like, it's good to lift the lid and talk about it. Absolutely. And be honest. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, it is Mental Health Awareness Week. We're going to be talking about it a little bit this week. Coming up after 7 o'clock, we do something called Career Confidential, uh, where we're going to be chatting with a clinical psychologist. Yes, Dr. Sheathal. Yeah, Dr. Sheathal Kinney. Um, she's going to join us. She's going to uh, answer some of our questions as well. Yeah. About mental health. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not a counselling session on the air. <laughs> uh, we're going to ask her about her job and, and what she does and everything. It's fantastic. Fascinating as well. So we'll do that after seven. It's just gone six thirty here at Dubai ninety two. You with Harry and Pricey. Good morning, Dubai. Harry and Pricey with you. This is Dubai ninety two. Phone invaders. I love this game when we do it to you, Pricey. Not so much when it's my turn. Yep, hand it over, buddy. But invading your phone. We uh, hand over our phones to our producers. They go through it uh, and they produce the last photo, last Google, and last voice note on WhatsApp. Yep. Uh, a lot of the time, like I'm on my phone constantly. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in a long distance relationship. Yeah. Uh, with long distance Danny, who lives in New Zealand, so constantly on my phone. <laughs> You're like in a relationship with your own phone. Oh, trust All right. me. Okay, so first photo, this is, we're going through Harry's phone today, so we're invading Harry's phone. Last photo, what am I looking at here? It looks like uh, it's you, Harry, you're taking a selfie, and your back is oh. to the mirror. Why is your back, you've got no shirt on, and it's, I mean, this is a very Kim Kardashian pose, and I'm, I, I'm very proud of your flexibility here, but you're taking a photo off your back. Come on. What happened? Wasn't there another photo you could have chosen? That's the best one. I, I got a back wax the other day. We talked about it on the show anyway. Yeah. And I took a photo because I wanted to see what my back looked like. Uh, and you know what? Actually, stuff, I'm going to own this one. Yeah. I was quite impressed because I don't have any, apart from all the hair, but once that was gone, I've got no moles, no freckles. I was just going to say that. It's a very clear back. Yeah. No, no back knee or anything. No, you've got nothing. And I think I have the reason why. Why? Because I was so self-conscious of my hair as a teenager and as a kid, because I've been hairy my whole life. Yeah. I never took my shirt off at the beach. Ah. So I never got point. any sun damage. No sunspots. Yeah. Nice. So. You should feel proud about your back selfie then. Should thank we you. it up? No, no thanks. <laughs> All right. Last Googled on Harry's phone. Uh, what about Plan B pregnancy kit? No. Oh, What's this? Plan B. Yeah, this is like a pregnancy kit in America or something. You, I, yeah. <sighs> Clearly no one is pregnant in my life. Yeah. As I said, long distance relationship. Yeah. <laughs> okay? It would be very difficult. So I don't understand. Why I was Googling. At... You've got that wrong. I was Googling Plan B the artist. He was here on the oh, weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, At Media City Amphitheater. Correct. I didn't know he was playing with Stereophonics. Yes. I would have gone to see him. I love Plan B. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. The artist. <laughs> <laughs> 
And uh, this has got to be my favourite from the day. Uh, we go through your phone, we invade it, and th- we found your last voice message, Harry. And the voice message is to your partner, long distance Danny, who you're in a long distance relationship with. Um, can we roll the voice message? I'm trying to think what the last one is that I. I oh, here sent we to can her. just remind you. Oh no, I don't want to play that. <laughs> Too bad. I know what that is. You got to do it. I don't want to do it. You this have one. to do it. No, come on. Yeah. You have to. Harry. Come with oh. me, my love, to the sea, the sea of love. Is that you? Is that you? It's you, isn't it? Is it you? Is that you singing? Yes, it is. Oh my god, that reminds me. I'm so me. embarrassed. Do you know what that reminds me of? Have you seen the wedding singer? Yeah, of course I've seen the stupid <laughs> wedding singer. You're Adam Sandler. Oh, thanks, mate. Did you write a song for Long Distance Danny? No, 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 no. Oh, I can't believe you played that. Oh my gosh. Oh, look at me, I am so That red. is so funny. I'm sorry, but that's really cute. It's cute and funny. It's but... our song. It's our song we've got together. It's called Sea of Love. It's by Cat Power. Is it? And I learned it. Because we were... It's been a bit tough, and um, it's like our song together, and I just thought I'd learn it and play it to her and send it over to her. <laughs> I'm so tense now because I'm really, really, like, nervous. No, no, no. It's, it's fine. It's fine. I just I forgot that that was the last one. I'm just super embarrassed. super cute. Oh. You just said I was Adam Sandler from The Wedding Singer, and now she's yeah. backtracking. No, no. I still think it's funny, but it's really nice. That's our song, so... <laughs> I think, I, think, I think she liked it. I was a little bit cringe. What did she say to it? Did she reply? She said, I can't stop playing it. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really nice, Harry. I feel a little bit Okay, awkward. is there no more phone invaders now? <laughs> morning, Dubai, 12 minutes away from 7. Harry and Pricey, we're getting you to work this morning. Serena, what do you got for us coming up at 7? Well, coming up, Harry, I've got an update on that fire that happened in Dubai Marina yesterday. I'll have more for you on that at 7 o'clock. Checking your scandal. Now, Daniel Craig, he's officially the richest James Bond in history. He apparently signed on to do the 25th film in the franchise. Can you know how he's doing the next one? Yeah, yeah. Harry's rolling his eyes, everybody. Um, he signed a £100 million deal for that. £100 million. Pounds. Daniel Craig is a great uh, study on holding off until the very end and then just them throwing more money at you to do it. So yeah. if you're currently in contract negotiations, hold off. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's what he did. <laughs> no. He famously said, I'm not going to do it. Oh, you know? We should have said that, Harry. <laughs> uh, oh, Sean Connery, he is the number two. He earned about $85 million from the franchise. I didn't know that. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan coming in at number three. And uh, George Lazenby, number four. George Lazenby got yeah. paid fourth as I know. highest James Bond. More he was than, the worst. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. And he's still getting paid. Like, like he was worth fifty-two million pounds in uh, two thousand and ten. <sighs> right. Me, so he must if, have done other stuff. If you don't know, I love James Bond. It's my favorite film series of all time. Yeah. The George Lazenby movie on Her Majesty's Secret Service was a great story, but he was just a terrible Bond. He did one and never came back. Mm. I know. I know you're not proud of that, are you? No, no. Because he's an Australian as well. I shouldn't have said anything. Oh.
<laughs> uh, James Corden. So he's been invited to the royal wedding. He didn't think he was going to get invited, but he did. He thought he was just going to get invited to the box night. <laughs> he, he didn't get invited to that. His producer of his late night TV show in the States, Ben Winston, was also invited. So James is going to be pl- uh, sorry, flying out to the UK on Wednesday for the big day. Wow, that's amazing. I know. Yeah. It's so exciting for the wedding because all these like celebs are like flying back to the UK for it. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. Um, and that's the scandal. More scandal in one hour. We're talking more royal tea time as well uh, coming up a little later mm-hmm. uh, because speaking of the Royal Wedding yes. you could be watching it live with us Yes, uh, Gary Rhodes celeb British chef is going to be putting on afternoon tea Yeah, Rhodes W1 which is the restaurant at the Grosvenor House which yeah. we love Grosvenor House to buy and we're going to watch the Royal Wedding there not only are you going to watch them get married you could be winning flights to London with Virgin Atlantic yeah so you could uh, get the very famous photo that Meghan Markle got in front of Buckingham Palace and then one day she's there and that's her home yeah, with her husband it's going to be lovely. Yeah. If you want to get involved with this, you can uh, text us now, 4009. Pink, this girl's on tour at the moment. Hopefully she brings it here. It's 9 to 7. I have recently been placed in charge of garbage. Do you have any that requires disposal? Monday-itis. It's the worst. Yeah, but, so we're calling it Monday Bin Day. What would you like to trash from your life? Uh, send it through 4009. It might make you feel better about Monday-itis. It's incredibly cathartic. It makes us feel a lot better as well. So if you do want to join us, we've actually got some tickets up for grabs for our IFTA as well. So if you get on, you get a prize. Yes, the ARN Grand IFTAR is this Friday. Make sure you come along with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, though, obviously when you brought up the idea for this segment, Pricey, because this was obviously your brainchild because you hate Mondays. I do hate Mondays. Everyone's always like, be positive and, you know, you, you, the first per- you're the first people that people hear on the radio, you've got to be positive. And I'm like, no, not on a Monday. Uh, yeah, no, no, Sorry. no. Sorry. No, no. We're real. We're yeah. real on this show. Yeah. Uh, so but you I put- think I'll feel positive after this. Absolutely you do. Sorry, yeah. yeah. We, should, we should do it earlier so the rest of the show is good. <laughs> uh, so you put through a purchase order into our management. Unbelievably, they replied. It was approved. And they've bought this giant trash compactor. Bring it on in, boys. Morning, lads. <laughs> Glad you there, boys. Perfect. Oh, Rog, you've done that before, mate. Thanks, Rog. Yeah, oh, he even good. brought the high-vis vest as oh, well, yeah. so he looks like part of it. it. Uh, what would you like to throw in the trash compactor this morning, oh, Bryce? This morning, I am totally, totally trashing these new pillows I've bought. I have decided I am the worst person to buy Manchester, you know, like bedding and stuff. Manchester, yes. I'm useless. That's what it's called, right, Manchester? Yeah, I, the only reason I know that is because one of my first jobs, I worked in a department store, and the department they put me in was Manchester and Haberdashery. <laughs> so all these old women would come up and be like, I've got to fix the uh, pillow cover for my European pillow. Is there a uh, twine that you could recommend? And I was like, oh, yes, over here. I'm off to a queen-size Valance. <laughs> and I would help them out. I actually loved it. So, yes. That's why you have such an affinity with Manchester now in your adult life. And you know what hurt me the most, Pricey? That you didn't ask for my advice on pillow purchasing. Oh, honestly, my pillows suck. All right, well, let's they're turn on. They're too puffy. They hurt my neck. You had a terrible sleep last night, too, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Oh, they're the worst. All right, we'll turn on the trash compactor. We're going to throw pillows. in the pillows. Here, Here we, go. we go. Here we go. Oh, that felt oh, good. Yeah. It's always that a bit anticlimactic, awesome. like for the size of that machine. I was happy. Okay. Uh, I would like to throw in the trash compactor this morning. Oh, gosh. Oh, is it something to do with me? No. Okay, what no, is it? No, not at all. Oh. oh. Sorry. You go. You done? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Have a little, little thing over there. <laughs> I would like to throw in the trash compactor the vegetable asparagus. Whoa, whoa, 
Oh, I love asparagus. Asparagus. Asparagus does nothing for me but give uh, a foul odour. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. To the next morning. Yes. Yep. If, yeah. you, if you catch my drift. Mm. Yeah. But it's so good in the moment. No, it's not. Oh. It's a useless vegetable. I'd rather beans. I'd even take kale over asparagus. <gasps> because the thing is, That's as well, huge call. you can never get the right texture of asparagus. It's either raw or overdone, and it's just soggy. It's no good. It's getting thrown in the trash compactor. Also, it's not worth the smell in the morning, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, See there you it goes. Asparagus. See you later, asparagus. All right, what would you like to trash from your life on 4009? Let's get it out of your life and let's get you over to the ARN Grand Iftar at La Meridian Dubai Hotel. It's this Friday night and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be down there as well. All right, we'll get you on after this at Dubai 92. Morning. We love that tune. Quarter past seven. Harry and Pricey, Dubai 92. I have recently been placed in charge of garbage. Do you have any that requires disposal? This is the perfect cure for your Monday itis. We've got a giant trash compactor here that management somehow approved the purchase of, by the way. Hey, we're rolling with it. Totally. We've got an approval. Before Woo-hoo. they find out, they must have to listen to the show. <laughs> Highly unlikely. Bin Day Monday, what would you want to trash from your life on 4009? We're getting it done. Yeah, and uh, we'll throw it in the, in the compactor for you. And um, we're going to sort you out with prizes this morning as well. You can come along to our Grand Iftar. Yes. You're going to love it. The ARN Grand Iftar. It's at the... Uh, Royal Meridian, no, Royal Meridian Dubai Hotel, and it's this Friday. Uh, Kira is on for Business Bay first. What are you putting in the trash compactor for Bin Day Monday this morning, Kira? Oh, my God, absolutely everything from my wedding folder. I am completely over uh, trying to plan it now at this stage, uh, so I just want it gone. Oh, hon, don't you hate that? You're like, it, st- it stops being enjoyable like, and just starts being a stress. Oh, 100%. Like, it's just, it's no fun anymore. <laughs> is, is your folder like an actual folder or is it just a folder in your emails? <laughs> it's, it's a folder on my laptop. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to put it in the trash compactor for you. Wait, oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Amazing. It's a big old giant machine. Hold on. Here we go. Oh, there it goes. It's out. I hope that makes you feel better this morning, Kira. But don't worry. It does. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. You can just get it out a bit later on because you're probably going to need that. You're probably going to need it. The worst thing about weddings, like I know, like I'm planning a wedding, like I'm a bradzilla, is that, and this is what friends have said to me as well, every time you go somewhere to, to, to either purchase a cake or purchase a dress or purchase a bow tie or a whatever, as soon as you say wedding, it's double the price. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Same with cakes and flowers. Flowers are expensive. So expensive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you get a white rose, it's fine. If you get a white rose for your wedding, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's just like the best rose in the world picked oh, yeah. from the beautiful, you know, fields of somewhere. Still dies two days later. <laughs> 4009 to join us this morning. Renee, what would you like to trash from your life? I'm trashing pantyhose to stockings. Oh, <laughs> stockings? <laughs> oh, yeah. Trash them, babe. Oh, that's that must be hot. Trashed. Why? Yeah, not any, uh, I'm stuck in traffic at the moment. So I'm moaning at everybody pushing in front of me, and I just repositioned myself in my seat, and then I've hooked it onto the seat. Oh, so no. I have this huge run now. No, I don't know. Oh. Oh, I'm going to have to go and find another pair, but I'm so trashing them today. I'm oh, just not in the mood yeah. for this. Get rid of them, honey. It'll be liberating. Done. Oh, it's out. They are in the trash compactor for you this morning. They're going to be used as a fan belt. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Renee. Love it, Renee. Uh, Hopefully that makes you feel a little bit better. It is cathartic for your Bin Day Monday. That's what we're doing. Yeah, Bin Day Monday. What do you want to trash from your life on 4009? We've got Mac. How you doing? Mackie. Hey, good good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. What are you trashing? 
What are you, you what there? Are you, yeah, what are you trashing uh, this morning, pal? Uh, cigarettes. Get rid of cigarettes, you know? Everybody I know complains about the fact that they smoke. I don't smoke. I never have. I never will. But, you know, they drop their ashes on uh, on their clothes or somebody else's clothes. A couple of months ago, I had somebody turn with a cigarette in their hand, and I had this nice little mark on my arm. Wow. They, they burned me. Oh, know? my god! It's almost gone. Yeah. yeah. So, you still you know, have the wound. Oh no, Mac. Yeah. You, yeah you ever thought of like the? Have you ever thought of the? If you if you can't beat them, join them. You know, you sound stressed. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Twenty years as a U.S. Marine. You know, worked out every day. There's no way I'm going to smoke. You know. Yeah, totally. It's <laughs> not going to happen. All right, we're trashing cigarettes for you, Mac. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to put it in the trash compactor. Oh, I hope oh, that makes you feel better this I morning. I love that pal. noise. Oh, Mac. Great. <laughs> Have a good day, buddy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. So that makes you feel better. Um, we got Merica on four double zero nine. She's got a sore throat, so she couldn't talk to us. But yeah. she wants to trash. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa go, go, Mother-in-law. Oh wow, oh, that's rough and deep. Are we? Uh, is it? Is it illegal for us to put a mother-in-law in the uh, trash compactor? I, I don't know. I don't even know if it will fit. Stuff it. Put her in. Oh, I know what that feeling's that's like. Mean. Load it in. Get her in there. Uh, yeah. Oh, she's putting on a bit of weight. It's trying, it's trying oh, to... that's mean. That's mean. Oh, there, there she go. goes. And finally, Claire, what would you like to trash from your life, hun? I want to trash sandstorms. Oh, <laughs> don't we all? What was the goal oh. with it this week, right? Oh, my goodness. Thursday and yesterday, oh, yeah. there's sand everywhere. There's sand on my dog. There's sand <laughs> in the house. There's sand in the microwave. How the heck does that happen? <laughs> That I can't explain, but... It's just weird, man. Oh, it's everywhere. Claire. Get rid of it. Yeah, Get okay. It. Let's chuck it in the bin. Here we go. Here we Thank go. You. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, uh, that's just so satisfying. The nice, the Claire. Hey, to make you feel better as well, you're coming along to the ARN Grand Iftar with us. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. You're very yeah. welcome. You and a friend are coming to uh, Le Meridian Dubai Hotel and Conference Centre. It's this weekend. We'll see you down there. Brilliant. See Claire, you there. It is in, indoors as well, so don't worry. Yeah. There'll be yeah. no sand in there for you. Okay? Yeah. Don't bring the sandstone with you, please, Dave. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try not to. Thank, Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll see you down there and we'll do that again next Monday. It is the best cure for your Monday artists, it trust is. me. It that feels felt so good. good, doesn't it? Um, coming up, we want to do Career Confidential. We're chatting with a clinical psychologist, so. I guess maybe the cathartic uh, throwaway stuff kind of continues this morning <laughs> as well. It does. If you're feeling good, you're going to feel good even further later. Yeah, uh, we're chatting with Dr. Sheethal Kinney. She's going to join us real soon. Career Confidential. Putting a little spin on Career Confidential today. It is Mental Health Awareness Week in the UK, and we're all across this on our show this morning. We thought it's a pretty taboo topic. It's not discussed widely and openly enough here in the UAE. So we've got clinical psychologist Dr. Sheethal Kinney on the phone for Career Confidential this morning. How are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. So tell us, what is it that you actually do? So primarily my job is to work with, um, you know, any kind of mental health concern, whether that is depression, anxiety, but I specialize in um, marital counseling. And um, so I, I see a lot of couples and do couples counseling, quite a a broad profile, I guess, in terms of what I do on a day-to-day basis. So what's the typical reaction you get when you tell people what you do? This this idea that, oh, you're a psychologist, um, you know, are you psychoanalyzing me right now? Are you thinking about what I'm saying? And um, I think that's, you know, in all humor, that's one of the, you know, jokes that people uh, kind of say. But uh, in general, what we're meant to do is help you understand yourself better. 
perhaps shed some light on the blind spots that you may have and the choices you make. Um, I'm in a long-distance relationship with my girlfriend, long-distance Danny. It's been about five months now. We're two weeks away from seeing one another. Is there some advice that you could share? Being in a long-distance relationship, yes, it is. it is quite difficult and it takes a lot of work. First of all, making time for each other. Now, making time can mean different things for different people. So a lot of times it's even having that discussion of, you know, um, are you the kind of person that would like to WhatsApp throughout the day? Um, Are you the kind of person that would just want to have a half an hour of phone conversation at the end of the day? Um, How often do we need to check in with each other? And, And the thing is that middle ground between the two individuals. That's one, striking a compromise and really making realistic expectations about what is life going to look like on the day-to-day. So that's really important. And I mean, this goes without saying, but being really honest about what you're feeling and what you're needing, as opposed to, um, you know, when you get upset and bottling things up, if you can be clear about what you're needing and how you're feeling from the get-go. Because people text tend to think that it's better to let things go or to not bother the other person or it's not significant enough, but you wait long enough and everything turns into a fight then, (laughs) if that makes sense. Perfect sense. That's really good advice for anyone if they're in a long-distance relationship. I know I am, uh, and I definitely bottle things up, so that's definitely some good advice for me. Do you think mental health is as important as physical health? Do they they complement each other? Oh, my goodness. Absolutely, absolutely. And... I think that for some reason mental health has, as a phrase, has become, uh, I don't know, something negative in terms of a connotation. Um, if you take care of your physical health, you run, you eat well, you exercise, you're not going to have any kind of um, worse physical problems. Just like that, if you take care of your mental health and you have self-care and you're aware of your thoughts and your feelings and how you're thinking about things, how you cope with difficulties, how you address them and seek support, you know, things don't have to get so bad. So I think if we can talk about mental health in that way, there would be far less stigma. And it's not that all or nothing kind of you're either well or you're crazy. I think that's the the stigma that we deal with. But there's really a continuum just like there is with physical health. It's great advice. and something that's not discussed enough here in the UAE is the topic of mental health. That's why we're doing it this week uh, for Mental Health Awareness Week. Dr. Sheethal Kinney, uh, clinical psychologist, thanks so much for chatting with us this morning. Nice to be on the show. Just gone 14 minutes away from 8 morning, Dubai. You're with Harry and Pricey. We want you to come along to our Royal Tea Time. We're having it at uh, uh, Rhodes W1. Gary Rhodes, celeb chef. He's going to be putting it on for us. Mm-hmm, at Grosvenor House, Dubai. Mm, plus, you could be going across to London as well and get a photo just like Meghan Markle did in front of Buckingham Palace. Yes. You never know, one day you could be snagging yourself a prince as yep. well. So if you want to join us for Royal Tea Time, just text it in with your name to 4009. We'll do that a bit later on. Yeah, that's coming up after 8 o'clock. Uh, so I've got some friends in town. Well, actually, it's my best friend's parents. So my best friend who I grew up with since I was six years old, her parents are in town. They lived two doors away from me when we were growing up in Australia. So they're family. Right. They know me really well. (laughs) And so if you know me really well, you know that I'm pretty disorganized in terms of like, I don't mean to be, but I'm that girl that will organize a birthday party and half the party comes on the Thursday, half the party comes on the Friday because no one can actually figure out which day I'm trying to plan it for. Or you invite the person's exes and ex-bosses as well. Yep. I've been known to do that as well. My 30th. I've met, I've planned to go for lunch with a girlfriend. Um, You know, for instance, we were going to go to the um, Common Grounds in um, Mall of the Emirates and I go to Tom and Serge. (laughs) 
But I just think, oh, and then I call them. I'm like, I'm here. And they're like, I'm here. And I'm like, oh, you meant that one. Uh, like, yeah. I'm that girl. So, it's so annoying, but so, I just do it all the time. So what happened? Well, they were flying in and I got it all ready. So they were flying in at 5 a.m. in the morning. And so I planned for one o'clock in the afternoon to take them to a restaurant. I thought they were going to love it because um, the mum is British. So we went to a British style restaurant and I thought I'll invite you guys because that's nice for them to meet my family here in Dubai, my family from home and family here. And so that was all very exciting. I was going to pick them up at 12.30. So I text just to confirm that I'm coming over and I've got some treats for them. They can take up to their hotel room before we, we carry on to lunch. So I text. And my friend's mum's like, hi, really excited. We're just boarding the plane now. Uh, We'll be there at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Obviously, you're working, so, you know, we'll just catch a taxi. Looking forward to seeing you soon. And I'm like, hey, I'm literally in the taxi on the way to their hotel to pick them up. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that they were coming in that day. (laughs) But in the itinerary, in very small brackets, it says, next day. So 5 a.m. next day. Why do they put that stuff in really tiny writing, I, I by know, the way? It really stuffs me up. Yeah. So I planned this whole lunch that they were never going to make. Mm. And I had to carry through with the lunch because you guys were all invited. Well, thank you as well uh, for organising <laughs> this lunch that we were dragged along to. On your weekend. I had to drive out to the Palm. <laughs> I had to argue with the security because they don't let you into Atlantis, oh, by no, the way. I was like, I've got, I've got a car, I've got a lunch. My, my Pricey's parents, friends are in town. It was a big deal. Yeah, and then they didn't rock up because they were still on the plane because yeah. I got the times and the dates wrong, which is so typical me. It is so typical me forget to get that wrong. I know, I'm really disappointed in myself. And I'm disappointed because they would have really liked that lunch. <laughs> It was lovely. It was a lovely lunch. Thank you for organising. Very quietly, don't say this to them. Kind of happy they weren't there because there was a lot of leftover food. (laughs) More for us. Checking your scandal, uh, John Wick. Yes. The movie John Wick. So John Wick 3 has officially been shooting. The boys in the studio are very excited because they love Keanu Reeves and they love dogs. Oh, John Wick is the best movies, movies of all time. They're yeah. so good. So the poster's been released and there's a, a little kind of, oh, sorry, a picture's been released and it's a behind the scenes shot of Keanu Reeves standing tall with his back to the camera and the neon lit streets of New York are in front of him and everyone's very excited. Trust me, if the weather is like this uh, for the weekend, stay in and watch John Wick Pricey. It is so good. You really? love it. Oh, isn't it like a little bit of a tearjerker at times? No, it's just a violent revenge thriller with a very, very diluted storyline. It's fantastic. <laughs> that sounds right up my alley oh, as yeah. well. Hey, listen to this. So, Gorillas have a new album in the pipeline, but Damon Alban, who you guys know obviously already from Blur, yeah, yeah, from Blur, he caused major panic because he left the group's master copy in a taxi after a big night out. It's set for an early release next month, um, but it was almost a bit of a disaster. He oversees everything, and it wasn't just audio; it was expensive visuals. It was everything, all on this laptop, left in there, in the taxi. So some some London cabbies going around uh, uh, pumping gorillas, new record at yeah, the moment as well. Yeah, just carrying absolute gold in his back seat and not even <laughs> knowing it. Um, but they did get it back. But yeah, it was oh, pretty. It, it was pretty hectic for a bit, a bit there. They were just like, oh my gosh, this is not good. Oh, it's the worst thing in the world leaving anything in a cab. You and I, it's probably a phone. But yeah, your next record. Yeah, I know. Is- <laughs> 
It's pretty not massive. good at all. Yeah. Lucky the cabbie didn't know how to put it on the internet because that could have been bad. More scandal in one hour. <laughs> Thank you, Pricey. Coming up after 8 o'clock, we want you not only to go to London, get a little selfie in front of Buckingham Palace, we want you to come along and watch the Royal Wedding oh, with us live. This is going to be so good. I've got my outfit all ready to go. This yeah. is at Rhodes W1 at Grosvenor House, Dubai. We're going to watch the Royal Wedding and then you could be off to London. Yeah, pl- this is a good thing as well. Gary Rhodes, British celeb chef, he's putting on the afternoon tea for us, so it is going to be spectacular. I hope there's that roly-poly dessert. I love that roly-poly dessert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. De- probably should be smashing the dessert menu the whole time. I will. <laughs> yeah. That new dress is going to get a workout. Well, it's, it's actually a flowy dress. <laughs> oh, great. So I've already pre- pre-planned <laughs> she, this. She picked accordingly. <laughs> we'll tell you how you can come along and win that trip to London as well from 8. Stand by. You have aged tragically. What's she dribbling on about? No, I mean, it's just clearing a blockage or something. It's tea time, darling. This tea time's a little different. We uh, want you to join us on 4009. <laughs> Producer Roger, if you don't mind. Oh. It's like silent tea today. Oh, we, we, we pour the tea live, but today there was no sound. Oh, hold on, give it another go. Give it another. Pour, pour another oh, yeah. cup. Here we go. There it is. Oh, lovely. Oh. It's an Earl Grey this, this morning. A, yes, a classic Earl Grey this morning. Yeah. From um, the Royal Wedding Collection. <laughs> and uh, for joining us this morning, we want you to come along to our official uh, Royal Afternoon Tea. We're going to have it at Rhodes W1 at Grosvenor House. Gary Rhodes, celeb chef, is going to be putting on the afternoon tea for us. Yep. Royal Wedding, live. We're going to watch the Royal Wedding, sip on tea, eat cucumber and salad cream sandwiches, and everything's going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be good. Plus, you could be flying over to London as well, doing a little tour of Buckingham Palace and the grounds. Yep. The legends at Virgin Atlantic have given us flights for two, so you and a friend will be going over to London. Yeah. Uh, Producer Roger uh, has got the details for us on today's Royal Tea Time. Producer Layla is away sick today. I have, so forgive my less posh accent. Mm. I would argue that you're more posh. Hey, it's better than ours. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's better than ours. <laughs> so we, <laughs> Shut up. we're just five days away and there's stories about the wedding surfacing all the time. But one thing we haven't heard much about is the dress. Yes. Meghan Markle's dress, um, other than it's rumoured to be designed by Ralph and Russo. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, it's arrived at Windsor Castle. No one's going to see it until the big day, mm. except the most important people. The most important person, of course, is the Queen. She has to give it a seal of approval. What, the Queen has to approve the wedding dress? Yeah. yeah, see, this is why my anxiety levels go up. How has the Queen not already approved this? There's only five <laughs> days to go. What's the backup plan? That's a really good point. Imagine if Queenie well, sees it. Like it. Yeah, and she's like, no, I sh- you shan't be wearing that to the wedding. What's Meghan going to do? And, and if she doesn't, how are you going to replace a £100,000 <sighs> dress? What's that in dirhams? I'm really bad. I'm About 400,000 dirhams. I'm pretty sure the Queen would be paying for that as well, right? Isn't yeah, aren't the royal wedding, the family so. paying for the wedding? Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'd imagine the uh, UK taxpayers are probably paying for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> You're right there, Slurpy McSlurp. Yep. That's not how you drink. You better not be doing that at Rhodes W1 for Just royal tea time. Practicing. Oh, how uncouth. So, um, to lighten the mood, um, a production company in the UK has, has created a video. It's really cute. They've gone to um, an American school called Tassis in Thorpe in Surrey, mm-hmm. where a lot of American kids um, go to school. Obviously, their parents have moved all over there or whatever. And they've asked the kids to give Megan some advice about adapting to life in the UK as an American. Some of the answers are so cute. We've got a clip oh, on Oh, let's listen. When they call it chips instead of French fries. America has more slang language, like... Oh, uh, what's up? <laughs> pants is underpants. They call zero not. The weather can 
sometimes switch really. Yes. But yeah, it can be really weird. You might need, like, you know, boots like for when it rains. <laughs> oh, I love cute. that. So cute. Oh, that's uh, American students living in the UK giving Meghan Markle some advice for the integration into her new life in the UK. Caroline is joining us on 4009. You got some advice for Meghan as well, Caroline? Well, our history, of course, and afternoon tea. Afternoon oh, tea, yes. Tea. That I, needs to become a, a, a staple in her life. I would imagine it probably is if she's married into the royal family. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> hey, speaking of afternoon tea, we want you to come along uh, and watch the royal wedding with us live at Rhodes W1, okay? Oh, that's great news. Thank you so much. Looking forward to sitting with you and drinking tea, watching the Royal Wedding. And Caroline, you'll also be in the final to hopefully win those flights to London with Virgin Atlantic. Oh, that'd be amazing. Thank Yay. you. Yeah, I hope not sitting next to Pricey if she's slurping tea like she was before, <laughs> just quietly. You do you slurp tea, Caroline? I, no, I don't slurp it. No. I love tea. My favourite drink. Oh, there yeah. you go. We're going to get along just fine. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I heard Caroline say she doesn't slurp. Yeah, I know she doesn't slurp. It's very uncouth. I'll, I'll overslurp for her. <laughs> Thanks, Caroline. We'll see you down there. If you want to come along, uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Yes, Same it's going to be so much fun. Join us at Rhodes W1 at Grosvenor House, Dubai. We're going to watch the Royal Wedding. We're sending you to London so you can experience it all firsthand as well when you're at Buckingham Palace watching all the royals. Oh. Well, you're actually not going to the Royal Wedding, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, you're going to the Royal Wedding with us. 25 minutes to 9. Uh, we are so excited for that. The countdown is on. Morning, Dubai. Harry and Pricey with you this morning. Eight minutes past eight. Pricey found an interesting study online. Yeah, I was reading the story. It's coming out of Toronto, Canada, and it says 30 to 40% of Canadian couples sleep in different beds. It's, 30 to 40%? Yeah, it's called sleep divorce. <laughs> Basically, you don't officially get divorced, but you just don't sleep in the same room or bed as your married partner. And apparently it, the success is just, it's just better. It's The rate is higher of staying together because you're having a better night's sleep, which I kind of get. My uh, friend's parents, I uh, only know this because he's been my friend for 20 years, um, sleep in separate beds. Yep. Yeah. Like same room? No, separate rooms. Yeah, my, my best friend's parents sleep in separate rooms yeah. as well. And by the way, this relationship is solid as a rock. Same. They love one another. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It almost saves it a little bit because yeah. it's like you wake up not annoyed because the other person's snoring or taking a lot of the bed space or hogging the blanket or Absolutely. whatever. So yeah, they wake up fresh, sprightly and happy to see each other. Okay, so... <laughs> So rare in a relationship. It's like, how did you sleep? Oh, it was great. How did you sleep? Amazing. But people are like, basically, people are saying like, don't feel ashamed because back in the you know in the fifties and sixties they were like encouraging you to like you know you have to this is the rule and this is the the key to a successful marriage. You have to stay in the same bed. Mm. Uh, but now married couples are saying actually you know what sometimes it's yeah. just better if I don't. Um, it's an interesting rule and uh, and as you know we 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 both have uh, examples of of couples that are actually. Uh, upholding this rule at the mm-hmm. moment. Do, do you have a relationship rule to keep your relationship kind of happy so you wake up in the morning sprightly and happy to see one another? Um, our My relationship rule with Kiwi Jamie, my partner, is just not to like finish the day if you're arguing or whatever. You just have to finish the day not arguing. Right. If that makes sense. So like, you know, if he... if if we see each other and we're not in a good mood or whatever, mm. when he leaves to go home, we have to make sure that everything's sweet. So you have to tackle the problem before you go home. Before you go home. Yeah. Okay. Uh, relationship rule for long distance Danny and I was, well, was, because she's in New Zealand at the moment. Um, I had no 
mobile phones at the table. That's a good rule. So if we sat down to eat dinner, we sat down and ate dinner together and we talked and we enjoyed dinner together. Mm-hmm. And then we wash up and, and then you can get on your phones for the rest yep. of the night, whatever you want. Yeah, that's a good rule. Um, perhaps you and I aren't the best to <laughs> offer relationship rules because neither of us are married. We're not. And uh, my girlfriend left to go to New Zealand. But let's go to producer Roger <laughs> at the moment who is happily married yeah. to the gorgeous Laura we and they live Laura. together here in Dubai. Married since 2010. Ooh, a year. And um, together since 2005. Wow. So we've, got, we've got two. We've got two. One is uh, Find a Funny, yep. which is if one of us is a bit crotchety, a bit angry, a bit sort of tense, then we just sort of try and take the mickey out of each other. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah, find yeah. Funny, try yeah. find it funny, you know, because yeah. really what you're angry about is probably ridiculous, and yeah. you'll probably admit that. Yeah. So, yeah, try and find that. So you got to find the funny. So say, for instance, Laura is like in a bad mood, you've got to find the funny. Yes, okay. exactly, exactly. Okay. And uh, I never... think that would work for just you two, by the way. If I did that with Danny, she'd be like, what's so funny? <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm serious, I'm angry. I don't think vice versa <laughs> as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's your second rule? And the other one is, uh, which is, we've mentioned, and it's a, it's, a, it's a good one, is don't go to bed on an argument. Make sure you sort it out before you go to bed. Absolutely. You, you can't go to bed angry at yeah. your partner. Oh, I like this song. Yeah, totally. Four double zero nine. What's your relationship rule? Yes. Uh, it might be good to get it out there this morning, the UAE. Yes. The key to a successful marriage. What are your personal rules with your partner that you you guys just stick by that you think is a, a good success for the marriage? Yeah, and if you're as solid as a rock, we'd love to hear from you. What is your relationship rule? We'll take your calls on this. After this, Brandy, Monica, the boys, mine, 12 past state morning to buy. Four double zero nine to join us. What's your relationship rule? We're chatting about it now. Pricey had a study where 30 to 40% of Canadians are apparently sleeping in separate beds. Mm-hmm. Keeps the relationship alive and Married fresh. Married couples, different rooms and different beds. Mm. Yeah, it's good. That's a cool rule. I mean, it's the, you have to. You've got to have a good night's sleep. Totally. What's the relationship rule that is keeping you solid as a rock? Yeah, Diana on 4009 has said, don't go to bed mad, pick your battles, and when the argument keeps on escalating, I tell my husband, let's hug about it. Oh, that's nice, Let's hug it? about it. Aww. Wish I got this a little while ago before uh, I got into a long-distance relationship. <laughs> Maybe it would have been a short-distance relationship. <laughs> Lee on 4009, what's your relationship rule? We, we, we've got several, actually. One of them, I think, has already been mentioned, where we just sort of try and try and make light of the situation, cheer each other up. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, uh, we, 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 one of the other ones I've got to mention as well is that uh, we, we're a two-duvet family. Um, so, so it's the same thing, you know, just sort of means that uh, you get to wake up in the morning, there's no arguments over who nicked who's uh, duvet. Um, so that makes it a little bit easier as yeah, well. Yeah, that's good. So you're in the same bed, but you both have a, a duvet each. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Interesting. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that right there, that you are a genius. That is the key. You have just solved basically 80% of every single relationship <laughs> issue in the UAE right now. Yeah, and I love it how well, you, you labelled it. We're a two-duvet family. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Like it's a normal thing. <laughs> Not, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Thanks for your call this morning, Lee. Sam on 4009, what's your relationship rule? Uh, we have a safe word. Uh, so if things are getting a little bit heated or we're having a bit of an argument, mm-hmm. our safe word is radiator. Uh, which means that at that moment in time, whatever you're discussing, whatever's on the table, you need to stop um, and either walk away or uh, kiss and hug and make up. Really? Really thought you were going to use a safe word for something completely different there. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I can just imagine it. It's like, I did the dishes last week. It's your turn to unpack the dish. Radiator, radiator. <laughs> Is that what it's like? It's very effective. <laughs> I'd be radiating my, my situation out of there. I'd be like, I'm out of here. Radiator. Five minutes away from nine. You're on the air with Harry and Pricey. This is Dubai 92. Coming up, Serena's got the latest for us, uh, including an update on that fire in the marina yesterday. Yeah, that's right, Harry. It's the one that happened at Zen Tower yesterday morning. So I've got more details on that, and I'll have an update for you at nine o'clock. Quickly checking your scandal. Rihanna's LA home was broken into last week by a 26-year-old stalker. His name is Eduardo. He somehow disabled her security alarms. Then he made himself at home, he unpacked his things, he charged his phone as well, and then finally Rihanna's assistant found him and called the police. This guy was tasered and arrested and charged with trespassing. Couldn't be anything more terrifying than finding someone in your house when you come home. Making oh. themselves at home as well, like not even like feeling cringy or like trying to get away or anything, yeah. like just being there like they're supposed to be there. Yeah. It's bizarre. Um, we're seeing so much of this lately as well. I know, because they know where these people are. Like, Rihanna was obviously at the Met Gala in New York, so they go to her LA home. Mm. It's just too easy now. It's easy. It's really scary. Hey, Jada Pinkett Smith visited James Corden and talked about how she keeps her son Jaden's dreadlocks on display at the front of their house and this is because she loves her son and he asked her to do it. Take a listen. He bought his hair. Yes. Which he carries as an accessory. Yes. But he I used understand to. this now has a special place in your house. It does, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, my son asked me after he did your show, he yeah. said, Mommy, will you get a glass case for my dreads and put them at the front door? And um, being the sucker of a mother that I am for my children, I said yes. So they're at the front entrance of my home. Gross. That's oh, weird. That's disgusting. That's so weird. Couldn't there just be something else on display? Like, I don't know, a high school certificate or something? Yeah, or a ribbon uh, of achievement, which is all I had on display as a kid in my house. Never <laughs> first, second or third, just... Oh, I, I loved a good old participation award. <laughs> oh, wasn't it? It was all they were. All they ever were. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Dubai 92 Breakfast with Harry and Pricey.